Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes. Welcome back to another episode of the sorority nutritionist podcast. We are with my girl Haley. We were just bonding because we both were September 2020 brides. I had to think about that date for a second. Is that really bad? Don't tell my husband. Um, (laughs) She got married the week after me during the pandemic. So we have been through it all together, but I'm very pumped to have Haley on because we're going to chat through all things, knowing information about weight loss, but you know, having trouble actually having it click for results and really walking through the moment nearly a year in the making where shit started to really click for Haley. And she was able to see massive results really quickly because of all of the back end work that she was able to put in. So I don't want to take your story away from her. I'm so excited to have Haley on. Welcome girlfriend. Thank you. Yeah. I had actually DM'd you Lauren just to say thank you because I really uh, appreciate your program. And, you know, I just think you truly like you get it. You tell it like it is, you know, what, where the issues can be or where the holdups are and the struggles. And I think I had signed up for the the membership. I'm going to do this. Like, you know, sounds great. Like see it on Instagram. People are having a lot of results, like looks good. And I just took it as like, okay, you have to track calories. Like I know, you know, I'm given what my you know number of calories are. I'm like, you just have to track them and you have to track protein. And that seems easy enough. But when I was doing it, it was like, I would eat something and then I would go back in and I would, you know, put the calories in and then I would eat something else and I would go back in and I'd put the calories in and then I would get to dinner and say, oh no, I don't have enough calories. I didn't eat enough protein. Like I can't do this and sort of like abandon ship. And I went like that for a few weeks of trying it out and kind of every day ending the day and being defeated and saying like, oh, well, I can't do this. Calorie counting is not for me. It's too restrictive. I have no ability. Like how will I live like this? I obviously can't do it. Like I'm eating at home and I'm out of calories. And what am I going to do? Like, just like eat a piece of broccoli and, you know, cry. And it just, it was felt like, oh my God, well, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, this sucks. Like, you know, but I kept, you know, hearing you say like, it's, you know, it's about balance a bank account. It's, you know, you fit fun foods in. It's like, I don't know how anybody fits fun foods in. Like, this is not fun. This is not realistic and it's just not going to happen. So I just sort of said, well, you know, never mind, And just stopped following. You stopped the tracking. Yeah. You were just yeah, like, you were going off on your own. And I think what's really important about what you're saying too, is you had like the calorie number, you had your range, you even started tracking, but the planning piece was almost that disconnect is what I'm hearing. If I'm interpreting this correctly, it was like, you could know your budget. And that's why I say like, the calorie budget is just like the freaking beginning. It's the tip, tippity tip of the iceberg, right? It doesn't tell you how to plan your meals to be able to hit your protein and get the nutrients you need and how to fit in the fun foods. Like just that number is not enough to see results. And I feel like you almost had to go through that to realize, okay, like, yes, calories are king. They're important. They you know, are what's going to drive weight loss, but just knowing where you should be hitting is not enough for an actual body transformation. No, not at all. And and that's the thing. The planning piece just wasn't there. And if, I guess if everything I was eating before was like equaling results, then 
I wouldn't need to track. And so the thing is like tracking sort of after you eat something after the fact and not planning for it is really like not going to help you at all. Yeah. And I think almost it occurs in phases, right? Like if you're brand new to tracking, eating your meal and then going back to try to think through what you had can be helpful to build awareness and maybe then look at what you ate to reflect on then how to make your next meal or next day a little different. But you're so right, like retrospectively tracking as your entire weight loss approach, it's kind of like, it's, it's a little too late. You can't change what you ate. And then if you're not using that information, then to change the way you're going to eat in the future, it's kind of like, you're just reflecting on stuff and then feeling really shitty and bad for not hitting those numbers. Exactly. And then you feel bad about it. And then you're, it's just like, well, I'm defeated. I don't understand this process. Like, I don't know how anyone does this the end. And no, it was actually in January of this year, you know, classic, like new year's resolution. And I was like, Oh yeah. Embrace it, girlfriend. Like, (laughs) let me, let me get, let me get back to this. And like, historically, like I've tried, you know, every diet, every cleanse, every, everything, you know, and it's like, okay, you lose weight and then you gain it back and then you lose weight and then you gain it back. And particularly, you know, like around the wedding and it was like, all right, we'll fit into it. And being a pandemic bride, it's like, you know, you buy a dress three years ago and then it's like, all right, well now you're in a pandemic, but also fit into the dress. And then it's like, okay, but then gain the weight, but then like, make sure you fit into the dress again. It's like, it's been the whole thing. So in January, I sort of looked at it and I said, I know that after, um, sort of our honeymoon, I, I just been so sick of like restricting that I just ate whatever I wanted. Like, you know, probably it just like the total opposite of the spectrum. Like, and I said, you know, in January, I'm going to step on the scale and I'm just going to have no like emotional attachment to it. Like everything is just a data point going forward. And that's it. Like, it's just, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just, this is sort of what it is. And I'm going to take what it is just embracing. And I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to take measurements and I'm going to go back to these calories and this protein. And I'm going to look at it and say like, okay, just how do you hit these things every day? Mm -hmm. And I went and I, I broke up, like I made a little list of like four breakfasts, four lunches, and four dinners. Girl, I'm sitting here like, go Haley, go, go Haley, go Haley, go. Because I was like, okay, if I eat one of these things, like every, you know, these things every day for, you know, a week, two weeks, I wasn't trying to get crazy. Like, I'm not going to go out to dinner. I'm not going to do this. Like, let me just like kind of get a framework and see, you know, what happens. And after a couple weeks, I was like, okay, like I get this. Like, you can eat so much, you can feel so satisfied, like, and you can live within this sort of framework, but that, you know, then I was still having like, but how do you live life? Like, how can you, you know, take this and, and be in the outside world? So I was getting a little like anxiety about that. Yeah. What I'm hearing is you did it at home first. Not that you were saying, okay, I'm never going to go out to eat again. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that mindset, but you were almost breaking it down into little baby steps. Like, okay, let's first figure out home life, figure out meals. Like, so I'm able to hit what I need to. And then once you had kind of that built out, you were like, okay, well, what, what is this going to look like if I do go out to eat? And like, how can I continue on with my overall plan? Even if my like food environment changes. Exactly. And so once I had like a couple weeks at home, then I remember being like, oh, let's order in dinner, like, you know, over the weekend. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, let me like, he was like, Instead of like, menu, like yeah. what's, what am I going to order? And then I started thinking about it, like, you know, not in like a, oh, you have to eat like the most boring thing. It's punishing, but like, okay, protein is a priority. So like, what are you going to eat? That's going to, you know, maximize protein kind of work backwards, but something that, you know, is enjoyable, but it will still fit into the 
frame. And I remember very specifically like that first weekend, I think, you know, me and my husband, we ordered in dinner Friday and Saturday. And like, we used to eat out every single day. So like, you know, the fact that I can remember like two nights we like, you know, ordered in. And I remember on Monday waking up and I had lost weight and being like, wow, what a feeling of not having to restart on Monday because Mm -hmm. I screwed it all up this weekend. And I still felt like I got to enjoy what I wanted. And I was very happy. And I just remember that feeling of like, huh, there's something to this. Like if you can fit stuff in while sticking with your goal, like keeping your goals in mind, you never are going to feel like, oh, I, you know, what is that saying? Like if one tire blew out, like you wouldn't slash the rest yeah, of you them. Slash all four of your other tires, then have right. all of them repaired. <laughs> and I always like lived in that, like, oh, well, I messed up. So like, now the next three days, who cares, you know, which is so funny. I already, you know, ate one thing I'm not supposed, not supposed to have that's in quotes. I messed up. So, okay. So that's Friday. So Saturday and Sunday I should just do whatever I want. Eat three pizzas a night. Like, because come Monday, I'm never going to eat pizza again. And it's diet. such a vicious cycle and I'm on a diet. And so I remember after that first weekend being like, Hmm, okay. Like there's something to this. Like, I think I can continue this like to, you know, a greater scale. Yeah. At specifically that like Friday, Saturday, those meals you had takeout compared to the old version of you, what changed? Because you may have been eating the same foods per se. I'm assuming it's like the portion and mindset around Mm -hmm. those meals, but like thinking back through all the times where you tried to do this, but you felt restricted and like you weren't hitting what you needed to hit. And then now being able to show up to Monday to scale down. You obviously hit your calories, your macros, your protein, and like the things you need to hit, like what changed specifically with your meals and like how you ate portion for sure. And then prioritizing protein. Mm. And, you know, I'll be honest, like there's some foods that it's hard, like it's hard to fit it in. Like, oh yeah, I, you know, like I love pizza and like, I'm not the type of person that like one piece of pizza, I'm going to be like super satisfied. You want two or three, let's be real. And guys exactly. don't get twisted. When I'm eating pizza, like I want two to three slices usually. Um, yeah. but it depends on like also how you're using your meal. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to relate, but some meals when you know, okay, like I want this to be a more on track meal. I may want more, but you may be in the place where you can say, okay, I'm not restricting myself. I'm being disciplined and sticking to what I need, prioritizing more, maybe more veggies on your plate and adding in more, you know, chicken and protein or whatever. But there are definitely meals where like you're, you can eat the two to three pieces of pizza. Maybe you're not perfectly hitting your macros, but maybe you're hitting your calories, but it's, I think really the extent as how often that happens, Mm -hmm. because that happens once in a while. Well, what's our definition of consistency versus what once in a while, right? For many people, if that, if that happens weekly and maybe one or two times a week, it could impact your progress. But for other people, maybe that's not as big of a deal, but it also depends on what your other meals look like too. Um, totally. Yeah. And so I think, right. So if it's like something where, you know, it's like, it's a meal where it's going to be, you know, we're going out for pasta for pizza. Like it, it's going to be hard to hit the protein goals. Then I know like I'm waking up and I don't love egg whites. It's not like my number one thing, but like I'll eat a, you know, egg white omelet that morning. Cause I know I want to get protein and I want to keep it like a little more low calorie. Mm-hmm. Am I restricted at all? No. Am I hungry at all? No. You know? And then lunch, maybe I'll like have a salad with, you know, with chicken. And it's like, just maybe those meals are not like as fun that's because I've decided that that night is on the more fun side. And that's where I sort of started to feel like, okay, like I get the like give and take of it all. Mm. You can have it all. You cannot have it all at the same time. And Mm. I think that that was something that really clicked in my head. That really like shifted my mindset because 
I, and this is like, you know, grain of salt. I'm on like week 13, but like, you know, I felt like I'm not deprived because I can have anything I want, but like, can I have it the second I want it? If I didn't, you know, necessarily plan for it, like maybe not, but that's okay. And that's, I think also the difference between like, you know, a true, like a craving or like just something that you want at the time, because it's like, if I want to have like cookies and cream, ice cream, that's in my freezer right now, like maybe I can't, maybe not can't, but maybe I wouldn't have it yesterday. Cause I went out for dinner for, for sushi and I'd already planned for that. But if I still want to have it today, like it's no problem. I'll just like put it into the, into the day. So, you yeah. know, but that's very different. I never had that mindset of like, it was just like, oh, you want it now, have it now. Cause you probably won't get to have it again because there yeah. was, everything had such a emotional value to it. And mm-hmm. things were so off limits. Like I remember being like, oh, you know, in a phase of like eating low carb, like, I guess I'll never eat fruit again. Like, that's so sad to, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like to think like you would just like vilify an entire food group. And so, you know, now I think I can look at things to say like, nothing is off limits. So you can have everything. It's just to what portion are you going to have it? Absolutely. You're, you're really hitting the idea of restriction versus discipline that I love talking about because people view weight loss inherently as super, super restrictive, but you have to change your mindset into understanding what discipline is, which restriction, the word itself, yes, might be not having something, but being restrictive in general, I view very differently than discipline. It's prioritizing what you need when you need it and knowing when to have something versus not to have something and honestly improving your relationship to food. But as you were talking, I couldn't help but think like, if you just bought something every time you wanted something, you can't do that. That's not how life works. But with food, oh, we just think, oh my God, calorie money is free. We just, as soon as we have something, we don't even think and use our brain. Like we just immediately, immediately go for that thing. And I think the biggest thing I'm hearing actually is that moment of this all clicking and working for you was just taking more time and thoughtfulness with your food choices. It sounds so simple, but we actually never really talk about this. Like instead of just impulsively acting, what if we took more time to really ask ourselves, do we want this? Because you're right. Sometimes it isn't a craving. It's just a habit. It's, it's a desire and want, and it might not even be something that you really want. It could just be because it's in front of your face. A hundred percent. We were in the, um, me and my husband had gone to Costco the other day and there's a Chick-fil-A nearby and he went to, went to go to the drive-thru and he ordered me fries. And I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't, I don't want fries right now. And he was like, why? Like, you know, what kind of diet are you on that you can't have fries? And I was like, I'm not, I was like, I can have fries. I'm not on a diet. I just don't actually want them right now. And you know, that's a difference between if you're not eating, you know, medium sized fry just because it's in front of you versus like when I want the fry, I will certainly get it, but I'm not going to eat it just because it's there. And it's just being more like intentional. And I think to maybe just in that instance, maybe he thought, oh God, this is restrictive, but it's, you know, I'm eating everything all the time. So it's just what is the most important to you? Yeah. How long do you think it took for you to get to this point? Because it's not just like, oh, it just randomly clicks all together in a moment. It's like a buildup to that moment where it all clicks. I really find um, with most of the, the clients I talk with, but for you, like how long do you think this really took to get to this place? Probably like backstory, probably so much of my life, just knowing that like diets fail and every, you know, everything else. And, you know, you look at it and being like, okay, I lost 10 pounds. It's like, well, yeah, I've done a diet before where I lost six pounds in five days. 
So is that number like the biggest number in the world? Like, you know, if you say, oh, you lost 10 pounds in 11 weeks. Like, does that sound like, oh, who cares? That's not, you know, that's not that much, but it's so funny. I'm like, that's so good. But I know everyone on the internet's like, that's horrible. Yeah. No, yeah. And then you're like, oh, you lose half a pound a week. It's like, well, that feels like nothing, you know, compared to what I guess it could be, but that it's so sustainable is the difference. And also that it's like body recomposition that you can, you know, it's like, I'm down like multiple sizes. So, you know, it's like, and I take the measurements and I do the pictures and you can see such a difference. So, you know, I think that's another thing of just realizing that like weight is not number scale number is truly not the only thing, but I think it took like, probably when I think I, I DM'd you, it was like about eight weeks in. And I was really feeling like, wow, like I get this now. Like I just, I get it. I can live my life. I went on vacation. Like I can like be in the outside world. I, I'm not like feeling like tethered to like staying at home and like cooking every meal. And it's just like, all of a sudden I realized like, okay, as long as you just take a second to like plan out your priorities, you know, kind of look at your day ahead. And like, sometimes if I know I'm going to be home, like I'll pre-track my whole day. Like, I don't know, someone else might say like, oh, that seems kind of boring, but it's not boring to me. I enjoy the things I'm eating and I know what's, you know, what I have available. So, you know, but then on a night where I'm going to go out to dinner, like tomorrow night, like I'll, you know, decide my meals earlier in the day and then I'll eat what I'm going to eat for dinner. So, you know, I think it took about two months to really like feel that freedom of it and not like the fear of going over your calories or not hitting your macros or running out of calories. And like, what are you going to do then? Because at the end of the day, like if you go over your calories one day, and, but you're consistent, like it doesn't really matter. You just get back on track the next day. So I think it just took like about two months to really understand like the flow of it. And also it's like your weight fluctuates so much depending on the time of the month, depending on water, depending on salt. And it's like, you know, so it's just, I just keep being like, you know, one step ahead, one step ahead tomorrow, just stick with the plan. The next day, stick with the plan, get my steps in, get my water in. And like, it's, it all adds up and it just, you just have to be consistent, which is not as like fun as being like, you know, follow this cleanse for five days and you'll lose six pounds. Yeah. You feel so much more productive. Like when you're so restrictive, following a cleanse, doing some crazy shit, but honestly, this is way more productive, obviously, when you see the results piece. Um, What I'm really hearing too, from your story is you're just like nicer and chiller with yourself. And I see this with so many clients across the board when you are being like, pardon to anyone who might get offended by this, but when you are just like so wound up about your weight loss, girl, I can already tell you guys, you're not going to get very far. You're not going to get very far because when you're so wound up so hard on yourself, what do you think the result's going to be? When people are really stressed and anxious, can they think clearly? Can they execute? Can they plan appropriately? No. And like, I say that as someone like, of course I get wound up in life too. We all do. But you know, what I'm really seeing is this transition for you is just like letting be what will be and not trying to put this undue pressure and negativity on yourself, but realizing you're a human, you're a woman, you're a person, you have a lot going on and you're just trying to make the next meal better than the last and just trying to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, exactly. And if you do that, like you will make progress and you know, you look back, it's like time maybe goes by slow on the day to day, but it's like, wow, you know, this is already, I've already been doing that since January. It's been, you know, it's been three months going on four months ahead of me. And it, you know, that's just, 99% of it, just like doing the small things that are just, you know, sticking with the protein, planning my meals, going on my walks. Like it's nothing that 
is not sustainable. It's nothing that I would say like, oh my God, the past four months, I've just been beating myself up. It's like, no, at a certain point, you're almost like, oh, this feels easy. Like is something wrong? But it's because mm-hmm. we're so conditioned to be like, so fearful of food, so fearful of food groups. So, you know, just the whole thing that it's like, um, you know, once you kind of like get to this more of an easy balanced place, it just feels like, oh, I wish I had known that this whole time because my life could have been a lot, you know, less stressed about, you know, about food, which is, you know, what a privilege to have that worry about, you know, not to worry about when is your next meal going to be, but like, I eat too much. And I totally understand that. But you know, it's like, we just our culture, we're so on to like the next best thing. And if someone had just been like, listen, you can chill out. And you can have balance and like, it would have been really good to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I completely understand what you're saying. Um, and I really think like the Haley you were before with tracking completely changed. And I like how you talk about the easiness of this. Like it, you're saying it was not easy at first, Mm -hmm. but the outcome should be easy in the end. And that's what I try to always explain. And I think you actually just like hit it right on the head. So perfectly, like it took two months to undo the mindset you had before, establish consistency, understand not just your calories, but how you're going to execute the habits that are going to get you to naturally and effortlessly hit your calories, hit your protein, hit your nutrition requirements and get into a flow of it. But as much as yes, this outcome should be easy. Like you should be at the end of this thinking, wow, like why does my lifestyle feel easy? Like all of our lifestyles should feel effortless and easy. Of course there is work involved with it, but it shouldn't be like nails on a chalkboard so difficult, like constantly stressing out, like that's not normal. But I also like your transparency about it takes effort to get there. Like it, this does not happen overnight. Like we love that quick weight loss story. We love that quick change. Oh my God, look, I'm 10 pounds down. But like, this is just not what real weight loss is. No, no, it it definitely isn't. And I think that the sooner like I come to the realization of like, listen, like some days, some weeks you might lose 0.2 pounds. Some weeks you like literally might not lose weight, you know? And it's just, did I do something wrong? Like, no, you know, I'm just, it's just the human body and, you know, and maybe like, you know, it's a time in the cycle and then it drops again. And it's just like, you just can't get so wound up in that. And it's more about like, just feeling like in the groove and they like the, I guess like, yeah, the ease of it. And then just knowing that like, you're making progress, but like, yeah, sometimes it could just be like, Oh, like I thought I would make progress so much faster, but that's not realistic. Cause you just cannot like, you can't uphold that. And you know, it's not fun to like live a life or like go to a dinner or something when you're like white knuckling it and being like, well, I can't eat that. And I can't eat that. And I can't eat that because to be so restrictive that I can have like no enjoyable experiences around food, like would be such a sad life. So I think that I'm, you know, feel like now I'm in a place where I can like enjoy, I can be social, I can do all the things, but I also have this framework that I work within that, you know, can keep me accountable and can keep me on, on the path. But that, you know, those calories used to feel like a, I guess, like an unattainable kind of like prison until I really like learned how do you meet these goals and they can give you a lot of freedom, but it's not easy. It's not like snap your finger. You learn it right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets at this idea of there is a wrong way to calorie track, like hands down. And I've said this so many times, like there is a wrong way. If you are feeling imprisoned by numbers, we're doing this shit wrong. Right. Um, and I hate almost using the word wrong because that kind of reiterates like good and bad, but 
I really do think like there are wrong ways to even approach really helpful tools when it comes to weight loss. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely. This makes a lot of sense. When you think back to the Haley day one signed up for TSN, when that shit was not clicking, what do you wish you knew now looking back? I wish I knew like to come into it with more of a plan. Mm. I think I was like, kind of just thinking that like, oh, you know, this number and then it all works out, you know, and it's not, which sounds great on paper, like being able to get a number and be like, oh my God, like I'm going to lose weight. Like, gosh, I wish that was like as easy as it could be. Cause I would do that for all of you guys. Yeah. And I, and I think that there's the, like, there's definitely like the dichotomy of it's so easy versus like, it's not that easy when you're getting acclimated to it. So, you know, I just sort of thought like, oh, I can fit my current life into this like new, just like number, which isn't true. You do have to like take an inventory and like adjust how you're eating. Because if the way I was eating before was working, like I would have lost 10 pounds. So to just say like, I'm going to live the same, but I'll just count the calories of it is like, yeah, it gives you a little bit of awareness, but it, you know, it's not going to really give you progress. So I think I wish I knew that like, you do need to take the time to put the effort just to like, you know, maybe track some meals or like, what are like some options that might be easy for breakfast, for lunch, just to like have something to go back to if like you're busy or it feels overwhelming. And, you know, maybe in the beginning it's boring, but I wish I just known, like, just take some time to like plot out your day and plan your day. Cause it'll make it easier. And then you'll feel like it, this is attainable versus like the other way around. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's like putting in a little bit of that brunt work up front, like we mentioned. And I think the the point you made around like, this should be easy, but there is really give and take is kind of getting at this idea that yes, your diet needs to fit your lifestyle, but you also have to be willing to change some parts of the way you live to achieve something you've never had. And it's really hard. I feel like to explain that. And I love how you're kind of showcasing and, you know, we can even get into specifics about like, maybe what are some of those things that you were more willing to not completely give up, but, Mm -hmm. you know, be willing to adapt and change. And I do think people who have a lot of resistance when they are losing weight, they, they totally know that they may need to adapt and change things, but they still hold on to certain things in their lifestyle that could be holding them back. Maybe that is with tracking. Maybe that's with types of foods. Maybe that's even with planning. For some people, there's a lot of resistance to having to plan your meals, especially if you work from home and you're not, you know, needing to bring something into the office or a work environment. Right. But looking back on like your lifestyle and some of the things you, you change, like what were some things that you were willing to change and versus what, what were maybe some things that you were like, I am not taking this out of my lifestyle. Well, so like I always worked out regularly, but I started doing, making sure I got eight to 10,000 steps a day. And I think that was like something that was like easy to add in. And it felt like it like brought a lot of just benefit and it wasn't like subtracting. And that was, I guess, one thing that I tried to look at it of like, what can I add in versus like, what am I taking away? Cause I think then that goes back to feeling like I'm deprived And it was like, okay, I'm adding more protein. That is going to be at the like sacrifice of maybe like something else, but it doesn't necessarily like feel that way because you're looking at it. Like I'm trying to hit this specific goal. So it's like, okay, if I want to have this much protein then like, maybe I can't have that much ice cream, but like, it's, you know, it's just like, cause I sort of had to like make that balance. But I think one thing that I I didn't want to ever give up was like 
going out to dinner and traveling and like feeling like I, you know, when, when I just, I just was away for a week and I really like, I sort of tracked a little bit in my head. I didn't track on my fitness, you know, tracker. I didn't like let it like ruin my trip because I felt like, oh, I can't have this or I can't have this. I sort of had what I wanted. I came home, I got on the scale. I was up a few pounds. It was salt. It was gone in two days, you know? So I think that there were some things I don't want to give up, like going out to dinner with my husband. I don't want to give up trying new foods when I, I travel. I don't drink that much. And I think around the holidays, I was drinking a lot. And that was something that I can take away. I could have a couple, maybe a fun drink a week. I don't need to drink a you know, glass of wine a night. That was something I could easily give up, which, you know, when you look at this, the calories and adding up to that, like that's something that does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the give and take. It's all about discipline, not restriction. You are like nailing it on the head perfectly. Any t- bits or pieces of advice for women who are feeling like the Haley that you were a year ago after a few weeks of really trying to figure this out on your own, but shit was not clicking Mm -hmm. Um, to kind of end things off. What would you tell that woman? You know, I think just like give yourself a lot of grace and time to figure it out. Like it's not a failure, like on you, if you can't figure, you know, if it doesn't click right away, I used to think that like, oh, if I can't do this, then like what's wrong with me. And, you know, I think it's like undoing a lot of like diet culture and this is good and this is bad and you can have this and don't have this. And, you know, I think just like give it a try. I just like, don't stress out about it so much. I think that I put so much pressure on, I would have gotten there. I just hated the feeling so much of like that. I was, I couldn't do it that I just stopped. And so I think like, don't give up on it. And just, if it takes a little bit of time to, to figure it out, like that's great. You know, that's what it takes. But I, I wasn't like, in the mindset to give myself time. I just felt like I was failing and it was over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. This was so great, Haley. And I think so many women need to hear this message of don't be so hard on yourselves. You can get to the root of your problems. It's going to take a little bit of work, but when you actually get to the root of it, shit's going to be easy in the end. And you're actually going to not only lose weight, but feel really good about the results and maintaining it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. And that's the other thing, like once it clicks, it clicks, you know, I, I, and you just, you really feel like you can like live this unrestricted balanced life that, you know, you hear Lauren talk so much about. And I used to say like, well, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get how that, that like, why, how, like, are you full of shit? No, I'm not full of shit, but it's possible. (laughs) Yeah. And that's literally like, I wrote her and I was like, wait, you're right. You know? And she's like, yeah, I know. So I, I just think that once you get to a place where it is, where you can, you can really live with balance, it gives you so much freedom. And I never really understood that like food freedom and like all that. And I really feel it now. And that, uh, it's just like a lovely way to live. And so just keep going. And the results on the scale also show it girlfriend. So Mm -hmm. yes. Off to that. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. Thanks. 